a cuppa and a good chinwag? The story has real-life stories to inspire and make you smile. Weekdays on Vision and on demand in the app. Rise and Shine with Robbo and Becky on Vision. Well, joining us once again from the Melbourne studios, it's Britt and Kate Ryan from Focus on the Family Australia. Hello. 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 Don't you love technology oh, when it works? Yeah, yeah that's works. right. When it works, it's always a good thing. But uh, great to Absolutely. catch up with you guys again and always love your uh, yeah, amazing wisdom. And I'm keen to find out from you, I mean, obviously, most families go through this to some extent, uh, particularly when kids go in through those teen years. But you know, kids that are sort of exploring sort of risky behaviour and risk-taking activities, and how, as mum and dad, do you sort of deal with that without just you know going into the fetal position on the floor, which <laughs> sometimes we yeah. feel like doing? What's what's a, a great way to uh, approach this? This is such a big topic because there's been so many incidences, especially through the TikTok world, you know, doing really crazy things, and people have, you know, been damaged, they've been, their health is compromised yeah. because they've done something that they've, you know, it's been popular and, you know, it's the in thing, it's the pop culture, and they've done some things that you would normally do, but because it's on TikTok, they want to get instantly famous, they're doing things that are really risky and quite dangerous. Mm-hmm. So, we have to acknowledge that our children haven't yet developed the skills in their brain to think through the consequences. Their prefrontal cortex is still developing. And so, you know, they might, you might say, what were you thinking? Well, they can honestly say, I wasn't thinking, mum. My prefrontal (laughs) cortex wasn't quite functioning just yet. Bear with me. It will be there. (laughs) Just Um, give it 10 years or so. So you have to honestly, your role as a parent is to be their prefrontal cortex, to challenge them, not to challenge them in a harsh way, but have you considered, what what are your thoughts about, Mm. have you thought about the consequences if this goes south? Yeah. Um, What do you think about drink driving? You know, have these conversations pre, not just, you know, reactive, but it's it's being preactive. Yeah, absolutely. I guess the other big thing, and you talk about, you know, TikTok and these other social media things, I guess you've got this whole educational source of like places like Reddit and other things online that the kids are learning all this stuff and getting informed, but actually it's not necessarily facts or helpful information. Well, no. <laughs> uh, their version of the truth yeah. uh, can be very, very skewed. Uh, one of the things that we like to encourage is – and I know it sounds basic and possibly not even related to these risky behaviours, is to sitting down and having dinner. There's been so much research about having at least three dinners a week with our families. Wow. Reduces risky behaviour without technology. Yep. And so it reduces um, the use of drugs, of alcohol, of um, sexually being sexually promiscuous. It increases academics that increases your ability to relate to each other, of course, uh, because you're spending time communicating. Uh, it, the research is there yeah. saying that just something as basic as sitting down and having dinner with the family uh, at least three times a week can reduce all these risky behaviours. Mm, wow. That's amazing. Now, of course, you've got to start earlier. You don't say to your 15-year-old after you've sat in front of the yeah. TV for the, you know, the last 15 years every time you eat dinner. I think we should all sit down because I want you to stop your risky behaviour. Yes, exactly. I don't think that's going to work. So start small and have one. Um, But if we've got young children, we want to preempt 
the things that are going to happen in the future. We know what risky behaviours mm. teens want to get involved in. Mm. And so we want to surround them with good people. We want to give them good advice and we want to give them a narrative because what happens is they get into a situation and they can be surprised, like somebody offering them alcohol or offering them drugs or whatever else it is. But we want to have talked about it earlier and mm. given them a bit of a narrative. So when they're early teens, you can say to them, look, just say mum and dad said, I absolutely cannot do that or else they won't allow me to go out again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we used to say that to our boys. You can blame it on us. Yeah. But as they get older, let's sit down and talk about what we believe about this thing, like alcohol. Mm-hmm. What do we believe about it? What are the risks? What have we seen in society around mm-hmm. alcohol? Um, what what decisions do you want to make for yourself in the future after you're 18? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so on and so forth. And so if they've got a narrative to go uh, without judgment of anybody else who makes a different decision, then they're set. Yeah. And we watched our elders do it, particularly in a sporting setting, where alcohol was huge. Yeah. And um, and so he made a stance, but he didn't place judgment on anyone else. And I can't tell you the amount of respect he got for mm. that. Uh, we think that people want us just to be like them because otherwise it makes them feel bad. But if you can back up what you believe and why – and and do it in a non-judgmental way that because they've made that choice, then they're, you know, lower than you, mm. um, then you, you, you're setting your kids up to succeed. That's, that's the aim. We want our children to succeed and be healthy. And if we can help them with a narrative, then, you know, they're, mm. they're almost there. Yeah, that's really good. I think the other thing is um, that I've observed is that oftentimes mum and dad can say something a hundred times and the kids go, oh, yeah, whatever. But then, yeah, whether it be a youth leader or a teacher yeah. or someone else, um, that'll say it and they go, oh, yeah, okay, I get that. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, having right. other you know, influences in, in the mix can be very helpful, can't it, in, this, uh, in these conversations? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you were born old, basically. You don't know anything. Yeah. Uh, and what do you know? And But oh, that guy, well, that woman that came and shared at our school or in our youth yeah. group, oh, they are so wise. And you're saying, hang on. Hang on, hang on. I, I've already said that. Yeah, exactly. So it's not about who gets the kudos. It's not about the competition. If they get the message from somewhere else, take it as a win. Exactly. It just means reinforcing what you're believing. So it's not a competition, although it may feel like a bit of like you've failed. But at the same time, they, you want them to have their own personal aha moment. Yeah. And the more likely they're going to... F- own it and follow it through. That verse where it says, you know, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but renew your mind. If we can help them control their mind, their thoughts, their it'll control their actions and their attitudes. And so your family may be a little bit different, but it's okay. And we want our children to be what I would like to think countercultural, not just yeah blending in, but to be able to stand up and stand up for righteousness, stand up for uh, what they believe. And as Kate was sharing, you know, we've seen our boys do this and uh, it wasn't easy, but they were able to do that. And yet the others would admire them from afar or or tell them in their face, you know, good on you, mate. I wish I could do that. You know, those type of things, they're great wins. But whenever they get the information, the more likely they have their own personal um, light bulb moment they're going to follow it through. And yeah. I think one of the, the things that we want to encourage our children to do is to critically think. Uh, we want them to challenge the norm. 
uh, we want them to ask questions. So if we start to, um, from a young age, get them to question um, areas, maybe it's politics, maybe it's whatever it is, we want them to question and seek yep. so that when they're fed rubbish by the world, they they challenge it. And they run mm. it through the Bible. They it, does this. Tr- does this yeah. stand up? Um, and so that's a skill we need to to build in our children. Is this critical area of critical thinking? Sometimes we feel like that challenges us, our and our authority. But in this generation, they want to know the why. Mm. And so if we can talk that through with them, what we don't want is our children to be a mile wide and an inch deep in any area of their life. Mm. We want them to be have a real knowledge of things and to seek truth. Well, look, some wonderful uh, wisdom there today. And obviously there's you know, more resources and articles and uh, information on your website that people can uh, tap into along this line as well at families.org.au. So thanks for your time. We look forward to catching up again next week. You're Lovely. more than welcome. Bye-bye. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.